Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode 49. We've done 49 of these things. This is That's How I Roll. I'm your host, Jeremiah Isley. You know me. You also know the two guys sitting to my left who are joining me riding shotgun on the left side. We must be in the UK. I don't know. Anyway, say hi, guys. (laughs) Hello. It's Xavier and Cooper, also known as the Bungler Brothers. And by the way, I'm sitting shotgun and Cooper's in the back. Oh, is that how it's no. working? <laughs> All no, right. no. All right. So, well, they're here with us today, and I'm just going to give a quick rundown of the today's show. We are going to swing by and see what's good in the neighborhood, talk about a little bit of how life is going in our rental home and those sort of things as we go through the process of getting all of our stuff fixed. We are also going to do a drive-by review of One Night Ultimate Werewolf, which is super exciting. And we're going to stop by the corner of thought and conversation. And I have sort of two legit questions, but they're also kind of the same question. You'll see what I'm talking about when we get there. But for now, it's time to go. Let's do this. Let's do this. What's good in the neighborhood? Boys, it's not been a normal summer, has it? Not one bit. Not one bit. So we are currently living in a rental home. If you go a few episodes back, you... (laughs) Say hi to Violet, everybody. There she is. (laughs) If you go a few episodes back, you know that we have gone through the process. We had a house fire and we are living in a rental home and all of that. So, boys, what do you want to say about the current status of our summer? Weird and fun. Weird and fun. Yes, that would be very accurate. Anything else? How's how's the rental house been? Weird and fun. (laughs) Good, weird, and fun. Good, weird, and fun. What's been good about it? Um, pool, trampoline, uh, hot tub, hot tub. It does have an above ground pool. It does have a trampoline, and it does have a hot tub. All three of which we have made fairly good use of although right now that pool kind of turned green Green. overnight right yes so cooper what would you say has been weird about living in the rental house the past few weeks it's just it's been weird because we're sort of still living in our actual house but we're in a rental house yeah it's like a house but it's not Our house, right? (laughs) Kind of weird. Well, we are, we're still probably about a month out, kind of still going through the process. Lots of work being done on our house and we hope to get back in it soon. And fortunately, we've had a few games kind of show up in the mail after the fire. So very little by little, our game collection's getting built back up, right? Right. And, and some of them were ones that you already had and you're getting back. Exactly. And we did get a new game 
to play while we have been going through this. Actually, it's a game that wasn't in my collection before, and I just decided I'm going to Target and I'm buying a game because I just felt like buying a game. And that game is One, One Night, Night Ultimate, Ultimate Werewolf. Werewolf. And that's this week's drive-by review. Whoa! Hey everyone, look! It's time for another drive-by review. Okay, so One Night Ultimate Werewolf. I'm sure many of you who are listening already know how to play this, but I'll give just the very, very quick rundown of how it works. There are different character cards, or they're more like giant tokens, and you add in all the different characters depending on how you want the game to work, because there's you can don't have to use them all, but there will be at least one, usually two werewolves in the game, and you deal out a character to each person. Then you make sure that there's at least three extras in that set too, so there's always going to be some characters that people just aren't going to be. Then everybody, you make sure that there's three extra characters, so you never know exactly who's in the game and what characters are not in the game as people are yeah. playing it. And then the cool thing is, is there's an app that you can use that will run you through the whole night sequence because the different characters wake up at different times. So the troublemaker wakes up at a different time than the robber and the werewolves are the first ones to wake up and they get to look up and see if there's another werewolf in the game so they kind of know who they are then everybody wakes up and you start trying to figure out who the werewolves are because you've got to kill off one werewolf and at the end of the game which is only you have about five minutes to pick who you're going to kill off you make that choice that person is lynched by the angry mob of the villagers and they reveal who they are and if they're a werewolf the villagers win if they're a, a villager, villager character no werewolves then the win. werewolves win and bum, there's bum, a, bum. right there's a lot of drama there's a lot of my favorite character is the robber that i've been yeah your favorite character is the robber why is that because you get to steal someone else's card yeah, and they think that they're one thing, but they actually have changed to the robber because you switch your card with them, right? I remember our first time playing it. Uh-huh. Like, one of our friends thought he was the werewolf, so uh -huh. he wasn't making eye contact or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, but his dad had switched out the werewolf with the robber. Yes. And he was the werewolf. And he thought the whole time, which worked out great for me because I was the other werewolf. And when we opened up our eyes after the night sequence, I thought, I'm sunk because this poor kid could not keep his eyes up. He was burying his face in his hands. And everybody was just laughing because everybody knew that he thought that he was the werewolf. And nobody knew that it, his card had actually been switched. So it worked out for me being the other werewolf because obviously everybody voted for poor little Tyler. And he flipped it over and it turns out that he was the robber. So the villagers lost 
and the <laughs> werewolves ended up winning. So that was great. So that is that's really the game is it's more about people trying to be sneaky, kind of lying some, right? There's yeah, there's kind of tons of yes, yeah, trying so. to yes. get everybody to think you're somebody yeah. who you're not. Yes, and then etc and etc <laughs> yeah so what did you guys think about it why why did you like it so much because I, I know you, you guys liked it right yeah yes we did so so what was what was so fun about it i just think it's fun because first of all i like bluffing games they're pretty fun and yeah, second of here. all sometimes you don't know what you are unless you are the insomniac Right. Because you wake up and just look at your card. That's right. To see if you're still the insomniac. So it's kind of cool that you think you know some things, but then you might not know what you are. And right, like there's one who, there's one of the people can wake up and look at somebody's card, and then, but then sometimes that card ends up getting switched. So you think you know who they are, but they're not. And then yeah, you know, just etc. So it's all about it's all about trying to figure out what people think they're doing, why they're trying to say certain things to get you to believe one thing, but it might be that that might be not true. Like it might be a deception because they're trying to get you to think that they're not a werewolf or they are a werewolf or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So we really enjoyed it. I would say it's a big thumbs up in the Isley household. What would you guys? What do you guys say? Yes, same hundred uh, percent. Uh, no, one of one, the best bluffing games I've played. One million percent, big thumbs up. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Perfect. Welcome to the corner of thought and conversation. Which way will you turn? Why not hang a right and join in on the conversation by tweeting at Theology of Games or sending an email to theologyofgames at gmail.com. Okay, so so today's two legit questions. I guess it's kind of one question with two parts, maybe. But why is it why is it important to be honest? And I mean, and I say this because in life, honesty is said to be the best policy. Like if you're always honest, then that's the best way to go about living life, doing business, helping someone out, talking to somebody. Just always be honest and tell the truth. But in gaming, sometimes, sometimes honesty is the worst policy because you have to lie to win. So why is it so important to be honest away from the gaming table? What do you guys think about that? Um, because if you keep on lying, like, just to get out of, like, work or school or something, then then when, it, then when you actually are that, nobody's going to believe you. Oh, so like if you say, oh, I'm sick or I don't feel good or I broke my leg or my great aunt Tilly died. There is no great aunt Tilly. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying that could come back to bite you when you actually do have something wrong. Right. Like if you're saying that 
because you're getting bad grades in school or something and I, I don't know, you're gonna get in trouble for it or something, then when like you actually that actually happens and they're like oh yeah right <laughs> right and right. you have and you have to stay in school and you'll be sick in school if you said you're sick right because nobody's gonna believe yeah you always say you're sick <laughs> I don't believe you. yeah. so I don't feel well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my thought is is that usually people are dishonest or they they tell lies because um because they're trying to get what they want whether it's they don't want to go to school or go to work or they want somebody to give them something or they need to get whatever it is they're trying to get ahead so in a gaming situation it's totally okay because you're playing a game and your goal is to win the game yes right 100% yes and you 100%. walk away from the game table and you may have won the game, or you may not have, but you did everything that you could at the gaming table to make the game work for you so you could win, right? And make it fun. Right. But in real life, you want people to know that you are an honest person because, I mean, you're going to have times when you need people to believe you and if you need help whatever it might be if you need time assistance off, if you need somebody to to come alongside you they have to know that you're trustworthy they have to know that this person is being straight with me they're they have to know that you are a trustworthy person and they have to know if i tell them something hey i gotta tell you something and you can't tell anybody can i trust you yeah, you want them to know that you're not going to say, oh yeah, I, I'll not tell anybody, and that that's the truth, that whatever comes out of your mouth is truthful. It's way more advantageous in life to be honest, even though sometimes it can be hard and sometimes it can hurt. Honesty is always away from the gaming table. The best The best policy. Well... We have got to get things wrapped up because we are actually today going to go see see the facility that holds all of our belongings. That includes all of our games, like our furniture, football the games, cards, your football cards, Pokemon cards, your Legos, right? All of those things are in this facility and we're going to go check it out. We're going to go talk to the people that are working there and hopefully... Next week, I'll start get to start cataloging all of my games, work on the process of getting them back, whether they have to be destroyed and replaced, or maybe they can clean some of them. We're still figuring that all out. But today's a short episode because we've got to go do that. And I'm actually working on something very cool for next week, and hopefully it'll work out. If not, it'll be another great episode. As always, it's a zero episode coming up. So stay tuned for that. And of course, Gen Con is coming up soon. I will be at Gen Con. I will tell you more about that maybe next week as well. Okay, I'm going to sign off for now. Boys, thanks so much for joining me today. See ya. See ya. Please make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Theology of Games. Go to theologyofgames.com for all the fun news, reviews, and interviews around the gaming industry 
And we will talk to you then. Until next time, I'm Jeremiah Isley, and that's how How I I roll. roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.